listening to The Jim Laird Show on Body IO FM, where health and performance collide with your host, Jim Laird. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Jim Laird Show. I'm your host, Jim Laird. Thank you for joining me today. Um, hopping on here today, hopefully, you know, uh, by the time this comes out, you have listened to the Craig Cottle uh, episode about getting people outside and a little bit about survival uh, preparedness, disaster preparedness type stuff, which is kind of a rabbit hole I like to go down. Um, kind of one of my uh, preparedness is kind of one of my hobbies, you might want to say. And you've also listened to the Rob Wolf Wired to Eat um, interview. And I'm trying to cover different topics. You know, obviously everything we do is going to be related to health, more or less, or coaching, something along those lines. But I'm trying to kind of go off the beaten path a little bit with subjects. So it's not just the same, you know, um, protein, fat, carbohydrate kind of deal. It's over and over and over again. So I'm trying to bring a different perspective on some things. And I hope you're enjoying uh, the variety. I'm a little mad at myself today. <clears throat> Yesterday, Dr. Rocky Patel and I spent uh, an hour recording a show um, about the, some. I did the 23andMe uh, genetic testing and then some of the issues that we basically discovered on that roadmap. And we went through, you know, methylation and, and, the, and how that can help you basically customize your your medical treatment based on the issues that you have and you know the pros and the cons and how people have misused it and all that good stuff it was a really good interview but unfortunately my skype recorder did not record (laughs) so and doctor and usually when i record a show like when i record a show with rob i'll have the person on the other side do a backup recording but we didn't do that this time so here I am recording, and the good news is, is uh, you know, Rocky hasn't disowned me. Uh, the good news is, is I'm getting a bunch of blood work done so we can determine exactly what I got going on as far as my methylation issues, and that way we can customize a treatment program uh, for the issues that I'm dealing with. And then Rocky gives suggestions on if you want to go down that road, how you should do that and who you should deal with and all those sort of things, because if you take the wrong uh, supplements it can actually make you worse or increase your risks for certain diseases. So it's important that you actually don't guess and take a shotgun approach. So that'll be cool to get that going. And so we'll, I'm probably doing my blood work this week. So it'll be uh, you know another week or two, and that interview will show up, and we'll redo that one. Basically, I'm getting on here today. I'm going to do a couple things. I had a question. Uh, a coach reached out to me the other day on Facebook and asked me a pretty pretty interesting question that, that I think, you know, if you're a coach, you might find this useful. Or if you're basically somebody who's getting trained, this might help you understand the training process um, more completely. Um, if you understand this one principle I, I'm going to talk about, it, it really – you'll understand how the training process works and if you want to work with somebody for a long period of time. Uh, The other reason I'm on here is after I get through that, I'm going to go into some of the things. I'm not a real big fan of the word hacking, and I think with some of the testing that we have, I think people can go overboard and they're testing so many things that they start creating dysfunction. Uh, They start stressing about, you know, that's one thing Rocky and I talked about in in the 23andMe. It's more of a roadmap. I'm going to talk about some of the things I've been doing lately 
that have helped me uh, with my health and helped me manage my stress and manage myself so I can be more effective in my business and all those sort of things. So we'll talk about that. So I had a, a gentleman reach out to me on Facebook, a uh, young coach, and he asked me, you know, what's the most important thing for me to understand as a coach? And I kind of thought about it for a second and it didn't take me long. And, and honestly, the number one concept you have to understand when you're working with people, your program is only a good, as good as your client's ability to adapt to that. So the better uh, GPP or general physical preparedness someone has, the better and the better they take care of themselves, the better they sleep, the better they eat, the better they're going to be able to handle stress. So when you train somebody, you have to keep that in mind that you know, appropriate volume, appropriate challenge, uh, it's going to adjust to every person. Um, you know, you're, you, some people are going to handle stress really, really well. Other people are not, especially if we get into like today where people aren't active, they're not mowing their grass, they're, you know, we've outsourced everything. They're not, you know, chopping wood. They're not gathering things. Like when I was growing up, I was working on farms and I was working, you know, outside all the time. I rode my bike all the time. My body had the ability through all the years of low-level manual labor and then playing different sports for fun, free play outside, prepares our body to handle stress. So today, our, our population is a lot more fragile, and a lot of our athletes are, are, are not as resilient and not as durable because they haven't been exposed to a lot of different movement patterns. So you have to be kind of a little more cautious in your exercise selection and your intensity selection. A lot of times athletes that come to us, they're very highly specialized. They can play soccer super well, but their general preparedness as far as like being able to do simple things like jumping jacks and bear crawls, and it just absolutely kicks their ass if you just have them do some really simple things. So you have to build up that general uh, base of preparedness first and focus on sleep and eating and all that kind of stuff so that the training can actually have a positive effect because it can actually drive people down the wrong path. Um, so if you understand that concept of you have to, you know, apply the right stressor at the right time, if you have somebody who's totally stressed out or beat up or injured, they might just need some, some things to get them, you know, back up to homeostasis or, or in a good place so they can adapt, so their nervous system can adapt to what you're throwing at them. So if you understand that concept, everything else is, is pretty easy. So I hope that made sense to you. So what I've been doing is I got this app uh, or this ring, so to speak. I'm a big fan of Joel Jameson. I've been using his system for a long time, his HRV. Um, but one of the, the drawbacks to his system is that it's, a, it's basically a, a snapshot in time. You basically take your HRV first thing in the morning, ideally, with a heart rate monitor. Now he's got like a finger sensor you can use, and it gives you a score based on your heart rate variability. Well, I had heard on the... Uh, an article by Ben Greenfield about about this this ring. Uh, it's called the Aura Ring, O-U-R-A, and it basically tracks everything from sleep to activity. It uses HRV, it uses body temperature, it uses heart rate. Um, and so basically you can see, and it gives you like the different types of sleep, like if you're, you know, deep sleep, REM sleep, all these different things. It gives you your lowest resting heart rate in the middle of the night. Um, it takes into account your activity level. So instead of just taking like taking your like HRV and determining your preparedness on that, it combines all these things, activity level, it combines, um, 
you know, training intensity, it combined because you're wearing it the whole time. Like I wear it during deadlift workouts. I can wear it in the float tank. I can swim with it on. Uh, it's totally waterproof. It's really durable. It's really tough. It, it lasts about two days on a charge. And then I can start to see, like when I first started using the ring, I was getting like less than two to three minutes of deep sleep a night. Um, and then when I started doing the neurofeedback, uh, stuff that I'm going to have Jenny on, uh, here in the future to talk about what I've been doing with that. Um, the first week was all topsy turvy was all over the place. My brain was kind of freaking out. And then as I started to get used to the treatment, my deep sleep went from like one or two minutes a night to up to 40 to 50 minutes a night. So I started sleeping deeper and then I could see like certain types of carb meals, my heart rate would be lower sooner. Or if I did like meditation before I went to bed, or if I did the float tank before I went to bed, I'd have a lower resting heart rate. Like my heart rate goes down to like 48 or 50 at night. It would happen sooner. Or if I had a couple of drinks of alcohol, or if I had caffeine too late, my heart rate would, instead of being like a 50 resting heart rate at like two in the morning, it would be like a, maybe a 55 or a 56. And I wouldn't get down there till like four o'clock in the morning. So it gives me a bunch of different data that I can see, oh, I had one drink and it didn't affect my ability to get my heart rate down and to sleep as deep and I didn't wake up as many times. Or if I have two drinks or three drinks, then it affects my sleep sleep quality. So I'm not trying to create this like, you know, super like hypervigilance where you're like measuring everything all the time. But for me, um, I'm one of those kind of people that I will drive myself into the ground for weeks and then I'll crash and burn. And if I have this score in front of me, you know, the funny thing is, is on a Tuesday, Thursday, which is my really busy day where I work from, you know, like six 30 and I get up at like five 30 and I'm here from six 30 to noon. And then I have a break and then I'm here from three 30 to seven 30 on a day like that. I walk like up to 15, 16, 17 miles in my 8,000 square foot facility, which is really crazy. Um, and so I know on do- on days like that, you know, I'm not going to, you know, burn the candle and train really heavy. I'm going to train heavier on the days that I'm not moving around so much. Um, so that's kind of neat to actually see that. And it gives you an activity score. Um, anything above 70% is, um, you know, or not an activity score, but yeah. It gives you an activity score based on like you should how much activity you should be getting in a day, but it gives you a readiness score, and anything above seventy is you're in a good place. Anything below that, you probably need more restorative work. So, it also gives you the lowest resting heart rate of the day uh, on that as well. So you can see, you know, obviously if your lowest resting heart rate is higher, your body's going to be under a lot more a lot more stress and duress. So it's pretty interesting if you want to check that out. It's actually pretty reasonable. It's like there's like a Batman ring that looks like a Batman kind of color, like a gothic black that's like super expensive. But the, the regular ring's like $2.99, and there's no other fees uh, beyond that. Or you could use something like Joel's app um, to test every morning. But I, I like this thing because it's on the whole time, and it's recording the whole time. And it doesn't have to be linked up to your phone. It'll store up to like two weeks' information. And then you sync it with your phone and the app gives you like where you're at and all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, one of the big problems I have is taking my HRV is I get out of bed, get or wake up, I put that heart rate monitor on and then I've got, you know, three dogs there with me that, you know, uh, if you have dogs, I have two pit bulls and a pug. 
Um, as soon as you stir in the morning and wake up, they're just, you know, excited that you're awake and they're happy to see you. And so it's pretty hard to sit still and measure your HRV when you've got three dogs. And I mean, I could be a hard ass and like lock them in another room or something, but you know, it's just kind of hard to, and by the time you corral them all, then your heart rates up and then you really can't get a true reading. Um, so it just was hard for me to get up and take that reading. I know that's kind of a, sounds silly, but it's much easier for me to have that ring on and to constantly have that feedback. And then I can actually see, oh, okay, I did float tank today. Oh, wow. Look at that. My sleep was so much better. Or I did meditation or I did restorative yoga. Wow. My sleep was way better. Or, you know, I had, I found that, you know, if I eat like a, I'm a celiac, so I have to have a gluten-free pizza. I found I don't sleep as well if I eat a gluten-free pizza, but if I have rice or ice cream or something like that, I sleep better. You know, so it's interesting. You can see how the different foods kind of affect you. So if you're interested in kind of tracking yourself and seeing your numbers, it's a, uh, it's a pretty, pretty cool thing. And if you've got some extra money you want to play around with, you know, it's like two ninety nine, I think. And then there's no subscription cost in that. And this isn't, this isn't an affiliate affiliate link. I'm doing this totally on my own because it, it, it's worked for me and I've really enjoyed it. Um, and you forget about it, which is cool. It's on your finger and you just, you know, basically you, you, uh, when you put your order in, they send you a plastic, a bunch of plastic rings and you figure out what size works best for you. And then you email that to them and then you get the ring back pretty fast. I was pretty impressed. It's somewhere in Europe, uh, Finland or Sweden or something along those lines where they're based and actually get it pretty quickly. So I was pretty impressed by that. And, um, so it's really neat to have that data so that I can see that, oh, wow, you know, I, my neural feedback is actually working because in the beginning it felt horrible because I was basically getting my brain to work in a different way, but I could actually see my sleep improving. I could see all these things improving. And anytime you do something new or try a different strategy, it's kind of like the body. If you, if you start exercising and, and getting into a position you're not used to, it's going to feel weird at first. Same thing with this neural feedback treatment. At first, it felt weird, but I could see my sleep getting better. And then as time went on, things started to uh, to level out. So it's pretty uh, pretty interesting. And then the adjustments I've been able to make uh, with my diet with this data is pretty interesting as well. And then it'll be even really cool to see once I get um, my blood work back and then we start tweaking um, my supplementation according to the what I've got methylation and what – you know, if I undermethylate or overmethylate and all that stuff and Rocky and I'll get into the show. Another thing that I've been doing is I've been going to um, a commercial gym. You know, I own a gym and, and, and sometimes it's, uh, you know, you need to get out of the gym to, to actually train. And I've been doing every morning. I really suffer from seasonal affective disorder, like in the wintertime, if the, especially here in Kentucky lately, uh, the sun has not been up. Uh, I get really depressed in the wintertime, uh, but I've found that if I tan like four minutes a day, um, that doesn't bother me at all. So basically, I've been getting up early in the morning, getting to bed really early, and I've been going and doing like 10 or 15 minutes, you know, easy cardio on a bike or elliptical or a stair stepper or something like that just to get my heart rate going. And then I'll get in the tanning bed for four minutes in the morning. And that exposure to bright light, uh, you know, and obviously I'm not you know, giving you medical advice, you know, you need to do your own research. And I'm just putting this out there. Uh, if you struggle like I do, um, it might be something you might want to look into. But that four minutes in the tanning bed, 
makes a huge difference for me. I have so much energy during the day. I feel a lot better. Um, and then it helps me sleep better. So I get that bright light exposure in the morning and it allows me to sleep easier at night. I go to bed so much sooner. And I've noticed on days that I don't get that bright light exposure, I don't sleep as well. I can't get to sleep as fast. So that's another real cool thing that I've been playing around with. And of course I can measure that on the ring and be like, well, these are the days that I got in the tanning bed and my sleep was a lot better. And here's the two or three days that I didn't get in the tanning bed and my sleep isn't as good. So I'm not going in there trying to cook myself, trying to look like I'm going to a bodybuilding show, but just that four minutes has really, uh, really been a big game changer for me. So, and uh, we've gotten infrared sauna too, so now I can play around with that and see how that affects my preparedness and my sleep and all that. Between that and the float tank, and you know, I've got a lot of different tools now where I can manage uh, my stress um, and manage my uh preparedness in a way that is much easier for me because these these tools force me uh, to relax and uh, and chill out and I know these tools aren't available to everyone but you know you can go out and lay down in the park in the grass and chill out and I think that's just as beneficial as something like the float tank or something that I've been doing uh, in, in recently in the last few weeks is restorative yoga if you find someone that's a really good restorative yoga teacher um, we have a lady here that does it at the gym, and she's phenomenal. Uh, her name is Jill Haas. And uh, being restorative yoga is a, if you can't find a float tank, or if it's too much, you know, too expensive for you to use. Um, restorative yoga is the closest thing I've found to the float tank because they prop you up with blankets and props and put you in these good, good positions that open you up and get you to breathe in those positions. And basically, you sit there and relax and disconnect and. I found that very helpful for for myself. Um, so I'm trying to use all these different modalities that I have to my uh, at my disposal to try and you know keep it so that I am able to work. You know, because that's the whole point is that I do work really hard. I work a lot of hours. I work with a lot of people, which is very demanding and very tiring. And I'm really putting a big effort into self care. As opposed to in the past where I just drove and drove and drove and drove and then crashed and burned and dig myself out of a hole and drove and drove and drove and crash and burn and dig myself out of a hole. Now it's, you know, instead of going completely off the road, I might, you know, hit the little rumble strips on the side of the di- of the highway as opposed to going completely in the ditches, which I, which I did before. So I know this is another short one, but I really like these short ones. Um, Hopefully you got something out of that and maybe you got some ideas of something that you'd like to try for yourself. And, you know, even if you can't afford, you know, the HRV or you can't afford the ring, you know, it's something as simple as taking your resting heart rate in the morning, you know, as soon as you wake up, you know, um, there's all sorts of cheap little things you can buy to measure your heart rate. I think, you know, like Samsung phone, you can measure your heart rate on that. Um, you can use a strap with uh, the iPhone to measure your heart rate, just getting like a, and writing that down. And if your heart rate, if your resting heart rate's going up every morning, that, that can be an indication that basically your, um, your nervous system preparedness isn't quite as good. So if you're, you know, if you're in the fifties or 48 or 50, when you wake up in the morning and then a week later, you're in the sixties or, you know, sometimes I've been 70 overnight on days that I'm under a ton of stress, then you might, you know, then you know, you need to take some, some measures to manage your stress a little bit and go for a walk, you know, do some Tai Chi, Qigong, restorative yoga, uh, acupuncture, get a massage, something along those lines, 
And uh, that way you can see kind of how your body's handling stress, the stress of everyday life. Because I've found for most of the people that I work with, it's not actually the stress of training that does them in. It's the stress of raising kids and working and texting all day and driving around all day is what buries people. It's not the training. It's the, the fact that they don't ever shut off um, after they train because they've got this, you know, cumulative chronic stress that they're never, you know, they never really deal with. And if you can get people to manage that even just a little bit, they're going to be able to handle training a lot better and uh, and be able to succeed and be consistent with their workouts. And, and, you know, that's basically what it comes down to is being consistent over a long period of time. So I'm really looking forward to doing that show with Rocky and uh, getting him back on here. And we'll double back it up and make sure that we get the recording done. I'll have all my blood work at that time. So we'll not only be able to talk about the front end, we'll be able to talk about what we did on the back end and how it helped me uh, feel a little bit better and all that. So all the combinations of these things, uh, hopefully getting me going in the right direction uh, so that I can be more efficient and, uh, and do a better job for my clients and for myself and for my business. So that's basically the bottom line. So th- once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Jim Laird Show. Uh, please support Kiefer uh, in his endeavors. Oh, another thing that I've done as well is, and I bought these completely on my own. They weren't given to me. It's I, I tried out uh, Kiefer's probiotic, and a lot of people will look at it and go, oh, $99 a month. Oh, wow. that's." But I tell you what, I tried it within a week my digestion digestion is something I obviously struggle with, with ulcerative colitis and being a celiac, my digestion improved dramatically within a week of taking that probiotic. And, and I've noticed that I, uh, if before, like if I would go to like a Chinese restaurant and, you know, before I couldn't order fried rice at all, uh, because it would screw me up bad. Like I'd have a bad, a big issue. And, you know, as a celiac, I got to make sure that I stay away from gluten as much as I can. But, you know, I, I had some fried rice that was cooked on a hibachi grill with soy sauce. And before that would make me really sick and I would feel terrible. But now that I've been taking that for about a month, I haven't had, um, you know, I've had a couple exposures that normally would have buried me before, but now I'm able to handle them. So, I'm not saying if you're a celiac, you need to go out and have soy sauce, but um, I exposed myself to a couple of those things, um, and I didn't have the reaction that I've had in the past. Now, obviously, as a celiac, I'm not going to be going out eating gluten on a regular basis, but it has helped give me some resiliency, uh, and I'm much more regular, and things are much more normal than they have ever been. I think the other biggest thing that the biggest digestion change I've ever had came from when I started using nicotine to manage my colitis. Uh, that was a dramatic, along with diet and lifestyle change and meditation, but the, the nicotine was a, uh, a major, major change. Uh, starting chewing nicotine gum was a big change in my digestion, and, and the probiotic that Kiefer's produced has taken it even beyond that. So if you have the means, um, you know, give it a try, see what you think. Um, I think it's helped me uh, a ton. Um, so there you go, you know, take it or leave it, but that's, that's basically my experience with it. And, um, I really am trying to be very careful of what I endorse and and making sure that it's actually something that's going to help the majority of people and not just something that I'm putting out there. Um, you know, cause I want people to be successful and I want it to be within people's budgets. So 
there you go. So if you have any questions for me, um, you can contact me at jimlaird.com or my blog, jimlaird.org. Um, there's a contact page on there. And, uh, if you, you know, there's all sorts of products that I recommend on there. There's an Amazon store. If you want to check out some of the books I recommend, that would be phenomenal. But once again, uh, thanks for tuning in and I look forward to redoing the show with Rocky and that hopefully will be the next one that you'll hear. So you guys have yourself a great day. been listening to the jim laird show with your host jim laird if you'd like to hear more log on to body.io don't miss the next episode of the jim laird show when he'll probably say something inappropriate but unexpectedly insightful